0: it make you that I... Oh, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry. I took off my COVID mask real quick. How mad does it make you that I just stopped that song right before the beat came? I mean, that's... I was
1: really hoping you were just going to let it roll through it, at least me? get to hear it. Do you that's want me to do it? We missed it already. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was, <laughs> we didn't even get a fade
0: out. No, no, I just went hard I, hard. I I left, I left my neck on, <laughs> and I had to take my mask off, and there was... And then I thought it was about playing mask off. That's what we should have played. And then here we are. Missed opportunities. Yep, yep. I'm Norm, Scruffy City Sports, episode 5. During the uh, quarantine, uh, me and Garrett are a good, I would say, six and a half to seven feet apart. He is at the end of one cardboard table, cardboard table, card table, card table. Card, card table. table. Card table, but it's a long card table. One and of those then,
1: folding ones, you know.
0: No, it's but it's a, it's like a, a new school one, like a picnic table yeah. one. Not yeah. Not like the old one your grandparents have. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. So we're we're safe distancing across the room. We've got big cables. Everything should be A-OK. No COVID will be spread in this podcast. And you can't get it from listening to us either. Boom. You could get annoyed at us from listening. But, Which
1: I'm sure many of you have. I mean, what um, do we? Ha- I mean, with the
0: amount, what do we have? A hundred thousand, two hundred thousand listeners. I'm sure we've we annoyed a few. I people really, I, you know, I've got an email from Bill Simmons that said I need to stop using Ooh. his name. So I figure if we keep going on that route, eventually he's going to buy us. What that tells me is he's threatened. He he should be threatened. <laughs> I mean, when you hear Bill Simmons' name and the two people out there that listen to our podcast that know who that is, <laughs> should be very threatened. I'm Boom. I'm sure it's Dylan Brewster. Shout out. Uh, again, and then you know I've got some friends in Memphis. They all know who Bill Simmons is. So there's grit just- grind nation. Grit grind, yeah, the nine hundred one. it every day, man. Shelby Drive. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that's really it. That's our podcast for this week. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Garrett, we are a sports podcast.
1: Yep, that's in our name. I think we
0: have a plethora <laughs> of things sports related to talk about this week. Have you got anything?
1: Uh, well, you brought up the Masters.
0: Yes, they have officially pushed back to, I think it's November the 11th, so 11-11 to 11-15, 2020, is when you'll see the Masters being played.
1: Which I think is um, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm not sure of the weather down in Augusta, Georgia. I can't imagine that it's much different than uh, here in East Tennessee, though.
0: No, I would think it would be okay. I mean, I don't think it's going to be freezing cold. You might have no, a little but I think chilly nights. I think it's going to be difficult
1: for those early morning tea times. Wait, it's, is that going to be – it's going to be after – Daylight Savings Time, right? Oh, that's a that's a. Boy. So it's going to be. Going to have to blow those things quickly then.
0: Yeah, it gets dark mm-hmm. at five o'clock in the afternoon though. So, so
1: have we even have they even thought about that?
0: Oh, they didn't check with us, <laughs> and we're not going to see the beautiful azaleas. Is it azaleas that bloom uh, in the masters? I, hydrangeas. There's I think, There's azale- some, I, think, azale- I, think azale- I think it's azaleas. It's beautiful there in yeah. April. The, I know the grass. I, I was called today. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, Bo. Shout uh, out to Bo. Shout out to Bo. He's in the uh, German town, which is in the, the Memphis 901 area code. He called me, and he was like, Norm, I know you do a podcast. I've got some hot takes for you real quick. And I said, all right, fill me in.
1: I think we should have a segment now every week, Bo's Hot Takes. Bo's Hot Takes?
0: Yeah. yeah he would be on board. We could probably call him and ask him to listen. Well, once we get a new soundboard, we'd have him call in. Yeah, if anybody wants to make a donation to that, we're really looking at a road Procaster is the name of it. It's very, very, very fancy. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we got a Patreon coming up. $3 a month will get you a live q a session yeah yeah. q a with us (laughs) uh but bo said bringing it back home bo said he was like you know that augusta's closed during the summer i was like what come on now you're pulling my chain and he's like no they're only open in the spring and the fall that they set all that beautiful winter rye grass on the fairways there to just be blooming and popping off in the spring and fall i can't
1: as and like i was saying before I can't get over because I mean, what? There's like 30 members. I mean, I know there's more than that, yeah, but it's like very exclusive. It's you It's know.
0: exclusive, exclusive. That's why you can get those pimento cheese sandwiches for a dollar fifty. Boom. So, but like you're telling me, you only get to play
1: there for what? Probably six months, well, four months I mean, out of the year.
0: I get. I mean, I'm sure East Tennessee, and Augusta weather climate's the same. <laughs> and spring for us is like January to April, May. Well, yeah. And then we might true. get a cool day in there. And then fall is you know the end of October to. December yeah we would really,
1: say I guess in August in Augusta it, that I grass be, is probably yeah you're, you you go out there and you're frying eggs on your head
0: <laughs> you just hold out your three iron and to crack your egg on there and you're good to that's go. that's
1: probably why they do it they can't have pimento cheese out in the
0: hot sun. no it's full. it'd be gross <laughs> oh you man imagine? and those Nike dry fit polos all those where oh, I, man, I man. think they stink like you wear them and you get a little warm and that 100% polyester blend just stinks I'll tell
1: you what my work polos yeah or Nike I'll they do i sweat right through them they, it's nasty I, mean, <laughs> I don't understand like
0: i'm wearing this vols jersey and i've not done anything today and it stinks but <laughs> well I, I can't smell it we well, are too far away okay yeah i am six and a half <laughs> feet away which is roughly about 12 ibc root beer bottles <laughs> just just saying um so the masters is not going to be played till november that's kind of sad um it's going
1: to be i again i think we're going to have all major sports happening in, like, God. one three-week span. I, I, here we go. Here's Norm's Here's that.
0: Here, you ready? I'm on the soapbox now. <laughs> I know it's far away. I, I just don't see baseball happening this year. I see football. I see NBA. I see NHL. I do not see baseball happening. Here's
1: the thing. I think it's I think it's politics because they're going to make – football's going to happen in America. God, yeah, yeah. everybody's got you Saturday know what I mean? watching your football game. Yeah. yeah. They're going to make that happen. I don't think they're going to make the same push for baseball, even though we could still play half a season.
0: See, here's the deal. I don't think they're going to – there's just – we're running out of time. They keep throwing this July 1st start date. And if you're going to start July 1st and then you got to get ramped up, they're going to have to start doing that now. Like May 1st is two months to start reworking out. And you just – there's no way in what's going on right now that that you're going to get all the Atlanta Braves together to where they can actually – practice as a squad before then right and then the so let's say well don't have him warm up just have him start well who wants to see max Fried or mike soroka or clayton kershaw nukem yeah sean nukem <laughs> pitching three innings 30 balls and then bringing in somebody else yeah i mean nobody wants to i mean that's going to be ridiculous so, i don't know
1: i'm torn because i don't know i wouldn't mind just seeing you know seeing him just go out just there just go at it But also, you know, injury, you know, if you ain't got time to warm up, get your body right. That's true. Uh, Hopefully, all the players are taking it upon themselves to stay fit and active right now as best they can by themselves. That's true. Uh, But, you know, these rookies that don't have these multi-million dollar homes, you know, they probably don't have a bullpen in their house or or, batting cage.
0: I don't know if you follow Chelsea Freeman, which is Frederick Freeman's wife. No, She's kind of an influencer on the the Instagrams. She wears way too much bronzer. It's a hot take, Chelsea. (laughs) Hot take. Tone it down a bit. Um, But uh, he apparently, I didn't know this, but he's neighbors with Dan Ugla. And Dan Ugla, who's not played baseball in quite some time, has a full-blown batting cage in his backyard still. And that man, he must CrossFit. He's got that CrossFit body. They're out there hitting every day. And it's shocking to me that Freddie Freeman and Dan Ugla are our buddies, one, and two, that they're just, he's got a batting cage in his backyard still.
1: I'm sorry. I can't stop laughing at the thought of Dan Ugla and Freddie Freeman neighbors because Dan Ugla, <laughs> he was fine with the Marlins, but he's when old. he came to to Atlanta, he is—he was one of the most abysmal pickups yeah. in my lifetime. And that the Atlanta they, Braves I ever had. I think they were
0: still paying him in 2018. I'm that, pretty positive he was on the payroll today. I,
1: I will say, I'm pretty sure he has like the longest hit streaks in bra- in I history. Does. I think which, he does. Which to me is
0: hilarious cuz this guy like consistently was hitting
1: like 137 on the year. He was
0: awful. But <laughs> I I need I need to look up when he was actually gone cuz he was gone and then they brought in uh Brandon Phillips from the Reds for like a year or two. Yeah, and about the only
1: thing Brandon Phillips can do is run. Yeah. He can't really hit or field. And
0: he always used to fill with those little toddler gloves. Yeah. <laughs> like to practice with, he said, the smaller the glove, the better I am. I didn't, I, did never, I never got on board with that, but he did.
1: I, I never really, it's like somebody picking up, um, Billy Hamilton.
0: I he, like Billy Hamilton. I thought well, he was, which a good, we,
1: which we did, yeah, you know, but he just reminded me of that pickup, yeah, because like, I mean, yeah,
0: he's a great pinch runner, yeah, guy, that's about it, though,
1: but you can't have him out in the field. Well, hope,
0: hopefully, he'll do good in San Francisco because he'll be running in that and outfield forever. Yeah, I'd say field. if they
1: put him in center field, he'd be running. What's that, what's that uh, gap called? It's uh, called something.
0: I don't know. It's called center field is the whole outfield. <laughs> Man, we're the I weakest know. sports podcast I know. We really out should, we there. Should, we should really plan this out to where we're going to talk about this. We know <laughs> where we're going, but I don't know where we're going. I, it's not like Man. I'm playing chess where I'm three moves in a like six back.
1: Speaking of, I used to love chess. Did you really? We should have do
0: a live game. <laughs> I don't like speed chess, though. It's too violent. When yeah, they hit the I don't clock. like it either. Searching Bobby Fischer. That's a good movie. It's about chess. Mm. It's old though. It's probably mid to late nineties.
1: The Seventh Seal is about a game where a guy plays chess with death. Nineteen fifty-seven. Foreign wow. film.
0: that's on your special movie
1: website. Website, yeah. yeah. Boom.
0: Um, sports. Back to sports. <laughs> Come. I mean, chess is a sport though. <laughs> that's so we're saying. good on that. That's what I'm saying. Um, the Braves did a thing Friday night, Garrett. I don't know if you saw this. They yeah. had a home opener from home as they like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um they had a couple interviews with Frederick Freeman. Um found out he's a fan of house music. Didn't see that coming <laughs> I mean, at all. I
1: I don't know like when you say house music is that because he's a little bit he's past the generation that referred to it as like EDM.
0: Well, I don't I here's the thing. When I grew up with quote-unquote house music, it was like dubstep and then EDM, and then I think but you guys did House. Didn't, but you guys didn't, uh, did you call it dubstep uh, and EDM back in I the day? I remember or it was always just House. No, it was, it was it, House was at the end, I think. I think when Jersey Shore made House music a thing. Okay. But I think it was it was dubstep, then EDM, and then they all kind of branched out and did their own thing. Okay. Well, so, so the only dubstep
1: I ever listened to was back in the day when Skrillex got big and everybody oh, yeah. was listening yeah, to and it. And
0: Sandstorm. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> Shout out to South Carolina. Da-da-da-da-da. That's all they play. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. Uh, anyway so on the Braves thing Friday night that's where I learned Freddie locked house music and um so it is funny to me because um, he comes up to that uh it's uh, let the drummer kick that's his thats uh, his yeah going but, I mean, song. yeah but that's an on- That's an actual song. It is a song. So I don't know. He said that he just liked the beat. Which I will say,
1: let the drummer kick. If you haven't seen Coach Carter. Yeah. A sports movie. Basketball movie. That's true. Uh, That's where I uh, listened to that song for the first time.
0: It's got Sam Jackson as the coach. Coach Carter.
1: You know who he modeled his uh, coach after?
0: Bruce Pearl. Nope. Rick Barnes. Pat Summit. Did you really? I didn't know that. He probably came and hung out with her for a while. Yeah,
1: because he wanted... um, that scene where he's like all players have to yeah. maintain a certain GPA, sit in the front row. That was inspired by the one and only Pat Summit.
0: Hmm. I did not. know she that. She actually made her players do that. I, I did not know that. That's Wheels on Wheels. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, back to sports. Yeah, back to sports. <laughs> uh, the Braves things they talked about that. It was kind of cool. It's on YouTube if you want to. If you got a free two hours and they interview Brian Snicker, the coach, and
1: I will say this. I saw something. Um, did you see the video that Chipper put on uh, Twitter? i read about it, but I didn't watch the video. Okay, well, see, I, well, I didn't listen to the it. Yep. It sound. Okay. Well. <laughs> because I saw... He replied to... Because the MLB Players Association or whatever mm-hmm. like said, like, wise words from Chipper yeah. or something. And he's wearing these dang reading glasses that are, like, no, super magnified. Yeah. He does look <laughs> a little he, old. He looks, he looks ridiculous, yeah. and he replied to that tweet being like, man, i got to take those glasses, <laughs> the readers off next time. Uh, it, it looks yeah. hilarious. Like yeah. It really does.
0: I mean, Chipper's gotten old quickly. I mean, he's yeah, still, he's he still hanging in there. Wealth. And I'm looking forward to him doing Wednesday Night Baseball. I, if, th- I if think we get baseball this season. I'm looking forward to him and I think Bougie. I think he'll be really good. Yeah, he has a lot of nice player insight. He and I like him better than Alex Rodriguez. So clearly, I'm going to listen you, to him
1: more. You know why I like him better than Alex? It's not because he didn't n- cheat.
0: Well, that. Well, he'll he.
1: I mean, we don't know that. No, he. he no, he. He never. I mean, he's. Well,
0: I mean, I mean, I mean his <laughs> arms kind of blew up there toward the end, but I think that's just. I think he was, was just all getting, getting bow kind of
1: hunting. Yeah, I think he's just getting old. But he. I mean, he's claimed and been like. I mean, I was tested all the time. Yeah. And he was like, I never, he was like, the reason I didn't ever cheat, he was like, because I saw it all the time in the locker yeah. room. He never ratted anybody yeah. out or anything, but he was like, I saw it all the time. <laughs> uh, and he was like, he was like, the reason I never did is because like his dad, I mean, is just a baseball fanatic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, it was his life. Mm-hmm. Baseball and hunting, basically. Yep. The Jones's boys' yep. lives. Just like Austin Riley. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just is. saying. I mean, they're, they're <laughs> torn from the same cloth. as uh, They do. really are. And he said he was like, I'd never be able to face my parents yeah. if I if I cheated. And well, he, that's good know. for. Chipper. And I, I mean,
0: I, yes, he's my favorite yeah.
1: baseball player of all time. Yeah, so I like yes, Chipper. I do believe him. But I like genuinely, unbiasedly, yeah. I don't ever think he did.
0: So. I don't. I don't think so. I, Chipper's probably my favorite Brave. He it, he was my he's my favorite player of yeah. all time. Do Do you know the weird story about him and the uh, two thousand one Mike Piazza home run game? Have you ever heard this story?
1: Uh, didn't he say that that was uh, he was glad to lose that game? It's the only game he was ever like. The, he was like, I'm I'm glad we lost that one. Yes. But
0: do you know the story about him getting caught with the two two three shells in his pocket at like Atlanta Airport like oh, years geez, later? No. Okay. So he was, so he was. I I didn't know this until I I heard it the other day. Full disclosure. But he played. He was in left field for that game for whatever reason. Uh, Well, he played
1: left a lot when he was hurt, when he was rehabbing. Yeah, and then so Andrew
0: Andrew Jones was in center field, obviously, I guess. And so they did the 21-gun salute when that game came back and apparently didn't police their brass after they did this. 21 gun salute so he said when he was out on the field he just walked over there and grabbed a handful of them because he, he said it meant a lot to him it was very emotional for him well to, yeah and that'd yeah. be a cool that's an awesome like yeah. memento to have like late like, like now yeah you know so he had him in his back pocket and he said years go by and he just had some baseball bag that he was flying out of uh, atlanta with and they stopped him <laughs> like this is like early 2000 so it's not like now and we're like what are you doing with these shells and he's like uh I, I don't, I, what are you talking about? And they're like these. And he was like, oh. And so he tells this story and they're like, okay, we'll let you keep them and go on through. But could you imagine in 2020 going through an airport with some spent casings? Bro, like they, that?
1: they'd be swapping it. They'd be wiping his hands yeah, for residue yeah. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I thought that was a neat story. Not, so. Well, I mean, one more chipper story while we're I'll, on the show. Keep going. Well, um, I mean, we're on your sports <laughs> podcasts. We're lacking today. Um, I don't. My details may be a little off. So don't take this for gospel. But I know the mm. main focus is correct. I don't remember if it was I want to say it was the World Series. '95. Yeah, the ninety five World Series. And so who were we playing? Cleveland? Yeah yes, I yep. believe that's the correct. Indians. Yeah. Yes. So and it was a game in Cleveland and they had gone up there and they'd gotten there in the middle of the day, the day yep. before the game. And so Chipper was like, and it was a night game the next day, yeah. so Chipper was like, "Well, I'm gonna go hunting," and his dad is at a hotel, so he drives like two hours out in the mid, out to the Midwest, yeah. like out somewhere Wherever. in one of those states, yeah. And his dad's in a hotel out there because he was gonna go hunting, and Chipper was like, "Well, I'm probably not gonna go." Then he was like, "Ah, screwed, I'm gonna yeah. go hunting." Yeah, Goat drives out there in the middle of the night, sleeps in his car in the hotel parking lot wake goes up and knocks on his dad's door at like 4 30 in the morning and his dad was like what in the world are you doing here he's like well let's go hunting they go hunting all day and then he drives back for the game that <laughs> night and then plays a game <laughs> i'm like dude are you this is the oh, world series and you're a
0: rookie that's pretty special and
1: that's what you're doing the that's day before special.
0: well you know you gotta live up to it i didn't realize he was a rookie for that and he probably wasn't getting any playing. Is he playing he play in the world series uh Yeah, I mean, he was okay. a huge prospect. I, don't, I mean, that was a long Yeah, time the ago. 95 was his
1: rookie season. I was 12. Well, maybe he was 94, maybe, been his rookie year. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was that. 94 or 95, but he was ago. right there. It was a long time ago. You know, also, I'm just saying, Andrew Jones. Yeah. His son. Well, his son's going to play at Vanderbilt, and he looks like a beast, but... I will say Andrew Jones should be in the Hall of Fame. He has the highest war of any brave ever.
0: Yeah. I think his his last years where he journeymened around really killed him. He I mean, I I'm not a professional athlete, so I could only imagine when you get to that point where you're like and baseball's a young man's game. I mean you you yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you flutter off really quickly. Yeah. And I feel like he if he would have hung it up maybe a year or two sooner, he'd he probably would be a no doubter Yeah. But he's he's also in that steroid esque era where they're like, mm. I will say he blew up. I am not. Did. I love Andrew Jones. Oh, I,
1: I follow him on Instagram. He's a great follow on Instagram.
0: Yeah, especially if you saw his son
1: the other day. Uh, yeah, that bomb he hit. When the, the bat flip. Oh. He
0: threw the thing to third base. Yeah. I've never well, seen such a
1: thing. Well, also, his son also just, he, that was to win a game. Yeah. That, that was a walk walk-off.
0: Off. Was it like, a walk-off grand slam or just a home run? I feel like I think it a it was a grand, a grand slam. slam. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then, not that long after, for some tournament, he had a walk-off double i mean he's good he's i mean well play at vanderbilt play baseball we, yeah. we rag on
0: vanderbilt yeah but, but when it comes
1: to baseball yeah they're they're heads they're and shoulders above a
0: lot of people i mean really the sec's good and ut's finally coming back around again yeah because you got so,
1: ut florida vanderbilt yeah always like alabama is Mi-
0: usually really good in baseball old miss yep south carolina is usually good
1: mississippi state lsu I mean, I think everyone. I think every. I might say now. I don't know if
0: Georgia's. Do they have a good... I know one of the Delmonicos went there and played. No, that was Florida State. Um, but I don't know about Georgia's baseball team. You know, actually...
1: Uh, I don't fun know. Fun fact. Fun fact yeah. here. Uh, when I was interviewing for my job and I flew up to Milwaukee, yeah. one of the guys I became pretty good friends with was a pitcher oh, okay. at Georgia. Shout out Adam Goodman. There you go. Boom. Adam Goodman.
0: Clearly he's not still playing baseball. He <laughs> interviewed
1: with you. No, he, I mean, he Maybe he's in low A. You know, it's like high school ball. No, I'm friends with him on Snapchat. I think he's just
0: hanging out. Okay, well, you know, did he get the job? Uh, I don't know. He graduated in May. Okay, so he was pre-interviewing. Okay, that's weird. When you all do the interview for a job, and then, well, is he still graduating? I mean, he technically probably graduated. Now. No, he's graduating okay. May. Yeah. Well, shout out Adam. You need to come on a podcast and talk some baseball. Talk some baseball with us. I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, so your Chipper Jones. Did we finish with your Chipper Jones story? Yeah, Chipper Jones. Okay, we the, we're on A3. the hunting thing. Andrew, Andrew with flip. a with a U, yeah, Andrew. <laughs> um, I really don't have. I'm actually shocked that we went this long in the sports section. Yeah, because
1: there's um, nothing happening. Well, like I said, um, see, so yeah, how baseball won't be played this year. You don't think? Oh, yes, we'll we will back, back to that. that.
0: I don't, I don't think so uh, because they've got to ramp up, and I just don't see us as uh, the the government or anyone allowing them to get together in the next three to four weeks. Well, I did, I did see. Our
1: our president had a call this past week with all mm-hmm. of like the major sports yeah. commissioners and
0: yeah, high I th- people. I think he's really trying to make a push for him to play without but, fans. But see, what I'm saying is, their focus is football and yeah. they're
1: neglecting baseball. They really are. It's really football. SEC
0: football in NFL. Yeah, football is king. I would love. I mean, I love baseball and I I I miss it dearly. But I just I don't and deep down in my, like when we first started this podcast I was like yeah this is a small thing, I, this thing is is way bigger yeah, than I think I, anybody thought it was going to be. I'm
1: about saying I think we we definitely downplayed it. And, yeah, but yeah. I think most people. Did. I
0: think yeah because if you don't downplay it then it gets too real and I just mm-hmm. I don't I don't like thinking like that as a person in general. I would rather be way more optimistic. Yep. So I, I would love to see baseball being played. I don't know how it's. I just, I, I just don't see it happening.
1: I, let's say they do. Let's say they do, like make it to where there's no fans. Yeah. I would, I would rather have that than no baseball. That's though. true. I will say that. I know that's like weird and tough. And the only time I can ever think about it, do you remember in Baltimore a few years ago when they were having all those riots and yeah, they played and they a game played with game. no fans? Yeah,
0: that's because I saw. The Twitter's brought that back before. Did they really? Happened. Yeah, no, really? They, was, okay. they were like, "This is what it would be," and there's like literally nobody in the stands. But yeah, I mean, it was a it was
1: a very surreal thing to watch because yeah. I remember I was like, "Okay, I I would ne- I'll never again watch a Baltimore Orioles game because yeah. they're absolutely I garbage." Like the garbage.
0: I mean, I guess that's when they had what's his name Cal Ripken. Yeah, I well, love Cal Ripken. I, that was like twenty years ago. <laughs> they had that Orange Crush dude. They used to call him Orange Crush. Um, he was their catcher. With Machado, they had like the one good year in the last six, yeah. seven,
1: eight, ten. I, the only thing I'm thinking of is when Chris Davis was good.
0: Maybe it's Chris Davis He's calling gone orange. Crut. I don't
1: remember. Full disclosure, but <laughs> I mean Chris Davis was good back. But then he went on that. And day. Machado was pretty good there for a while. Yeah, but that was when he started turning to Man, bag, Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, I agree.
1: I don't want to talk about it. Anymore.
0: <laughs> but I, I mean, I really hope they do play. But I just don't see. And I guess the the weird thing from all that is, is. One, I just remembered something we can talk about with sports. But two, so let's say they don't play baseball. We're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. No, 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 also. we're good. I just, it just, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, is if Mookie, if they don't play baseball this year, Mookie Betts will be a free agent again and never would have played for the Dodgers. That, that to me, that they're they kind of, have
1: to try to re-sign him. No, they'd have.
0: to. I mean, I think so. That's a smart move for the Dodgers. But this service time thing is going to be crazy. So, like anybody that got picked up on a one-year deal, I mean, you can look at Cole Hamills or Azuna for the Braves. Both of those dudes just – they're done. I mean, they could re-sign again and and be like a whatever if if they wanted to do that. I wouldn't do the Cole Hamels thing since he's hurt. I mean, Uh, he threw like three uh, baseballs and he threw his shoulder out.
1: I wouldn't do the Ozuna. I wasn't big on that backup.
0: What they should have done is picked up Josh Donaldson.
1: Yeah, I would have rather had Donaldson back than Ozuna. I agree. His mojo is way bigger. I know Ozuna had – I mean –
0: he had a fantastic he, he had, I bet, playoff say He had an out-of-this-world
1: playoff series yeah. that you will never see out of him again. No. That's what I'm saying. No. And that was the one time... That's my hot take yeah. for the evening. You'll never see something like that out of him again. No. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm not taking away from
0: that. But. And maybe since him and uh, Ronnie and uh, Ozzy are all buddies now, maybe, maybe he'll spark him up. You know, you're playing I mean, with some friends and you're cutting up and having a good time.
1: It's hard not to have fun on this Braves team. No. I couldn't imagine playing... The only the
0: only stickler I think there is is Freddie, man. Yeah, I mean he really and is. He, I mean, I know he said last week he's like Mister Reliable. He is, but he is a no fun zone. guy. He's a fun sucker. Yeah, and and then you've still got Nick Marcakis. Both of those veteran dudes are just they're playing every day. Freddie doesn't need to play 162 games next year. He needs oh. to play about 130 140. If put Ru- put Ru- <laughs> Riley at first, like I said last week. You got Camargo at third.
1: You just do that, man. Think about think about that young core in the infield you got uh johan then dansby then aussie and then riley yeah that's a
0: fun infield too and dansby is the only questionable one out of that i mean really he's up until his injury last year he was phenomenal
1: yeah best best
0: dansby ever and i and i say
1: i mean i say arguably he may be our our best fielder guy in the field i
0: would yeah probably because freddie last year was suspect i know he's usually really good but i think his elbows really bothering him Ozzy has really stepped up his game. I mean, too. no, Ozzy's fantastic. So,
1: I just man Dansby, he's good. He's now. good in the field.
0: Hetchavaria, or however you say it, yeah. is also fantastic. It's coming off the bench.
1: Those, those games that he played, yeah. yeah, he was
0: phenomenal.
2: He did good. I mean, he
0: thanked God for getting him on the Braves team and off the mats. <laughs> that was his first <laughs> post game interview, <laughs> like where he had that diving catch against the Dodgers. It was and, like his first game he played, yeah, right? Yeah, come throwing from his rear end, and oh man, he's he is really good. Also, he's a Twitch streamer. You can watch. Ooh. You can watch him with like three other people. He's always playing with uh, Ozzy so and so they're Ronald playing Fortnite all the time. That's all yeah, plays or, or Call of Duty. <laughs> if you want to follow him, so. Um, but yeah, I think if we see the Braves, it should be fun to watch them this year.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: Yeah, it really helps that L. Uh, it wasn't Thor. Syndergaard was it Syndergaard that Tory's is having Tommy John?
1: <laughs> Bro, I
0: I can't remember. I, now. And here's the thing: is, it's not Degrom. It was no, Syndergaard. it's
1: Syndergaard. Yeah. I, I obviously I don't like the Mets because yeah. they're division rivals. Man, I really like Cindergard. I do too. And I Ryan. hate, I hate seeing him get hurt every single year because he's gotten hurt at least the past three years. Yeah, that's his like that's major major,
0: major thing. Well, he he does too much. Him and Degrom, they carried him, Degrom and Wheeler yeah. carried that team last year when they were in the horrific and and I guess Alonso went off yeah. as, a, as a rookie. Yeah, that's true. But but they pitch way more than they need to. And they they were just poorly coached, yeah. In my opinion, for the Mets, so. it's not Terry Collins up there still, is it? Uh, I don't think they got rid of anybody. I don't think they had a coaching change. I don't think I could be wrong with that. I know the Phillies got rid of what's his name, Shen, uh, Aviator Boy. Yeah, but you know who they got now? <laughs> yeah, they got old fun sucker uh, <laughs> Joe Girardi. Joe, yeah, he's, he's a total fun
1: sucker, <laughs> dude. I man, I think I just think it's funny the Yankees always just hire former yankees but i really like aaron boone
0: (laughs) i do too he'll do great until they have a horrible season and they'll get rid of him yeah and he'll go be savages in the box for somebody else (laughs) but
1: i will say aaron boone is a lot more well known as a yankee player than joe girardi i didn't even know girardi played for him he was a catcher right yeah he was a catcher and he wasn't he was a catcher not that long ago like he's yeah he's really old yeah that's true he caught with um
0: it he, wasn't I'm, Pettit. I mean, was no, it Andy it, Pettit? He caught for yeah, him in the he's late nineties. Yeah, he's caught for Andy Pettit. He yeah. caught for Mariano Rivera. I can't. Who was their other catcher that was after him for forever? Jorge Posada. Yeah, Posada. That's who. I think I, he was the catcher right before Posada. I, I was a big Jorge
1: fan. Look, here's yeah. the thing. I liked the Yankees back in yeah. the mid two thousands. Yeah, like because I was a big Derek Jeter fan. Who's not a Derek Jeter? Derek Jeter fan. Big Jorge fan. I liked Andy yep. Pettit, even yep. though he steroid. I love, I mean, who yeah. you know, like to share was up there. share,, oh, I was devastated. Uh, he left was probably late,
0: was it mid no, 2000s? No, he was, no, he was
1: up there okay. with all those guys. Okay. Um, you know, I liked a rod there for a little bit. Oh, come on now. <laughs> and then, and then all you know, the steroids happened. And yeah. now, honestly, I hate him more now. Like, I hated him when he had the steroid stuff, And I'm like, okay, you know, a lot of guys have done it. Yep. I get it. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't Baseball like it. I'm it, about to say, I don't like it, but. You did what you did. I can move past it. What I can't move past is how arrogant this guy is. I would agree with that. I mean, how Hollywood this guy is. He, I mean, I'm also, my good friend, my good friend slash uh, former roommate, Eric Lawson, I'm so sorry if you're listening that I'm just uh, talking all this crap about your boy, but uh, I just can't get behind him, man.
0: I can't either. However, you do know that he came out and said that he messed up. With all that the other day, right on a spring training game. Really? He came back and said that what he did was bad for baseball and blah, blah, blah. And then he referenced what he did was wrong. And then he brought it into what the Astros are doing was wrong. And it was just, in general, bad for baseball. So, to me, even though that's a very small apology, because we all remember and 2015-16 2015-16 where he was like I didn't do it I didn't do it I yeah. didn't do it okay I'm sorry I did it yeah you know he pulled the Pete Rose on us so in my book that's a little better I still don't like him no I no still I don't. know I didn't yeah. know that and yeah that gives a little bit more respect yeah. but
1: he's just so full of himself well, and he's trying to buy the Mets too well, I mean, he probably, he's trying to make a PR man. He probably could with his uh, with J Lo's money.
0: Ooh, do you think she's got more money than him? He's, he's nah, he's have more got he's definitely got money. He did two. Of those, he had that con, that giant contract. He had two of those giant contracts. He did two three hundred million dollar deals. <laughs> yeah. So nah, he's got money. He's all right. I mean, if he if he financially kept himself stable, which I'm sure. Well, he's got some
1: he's got s- some business. It's called A Rod Corp or A Corp no, or
0: something that. like that. And I literally don't know
1: what they do. Well, they're about to
0: buy the Mets. Is what he's—that's he's probably what it is. Gambling on. Yeah. I don't know how that looks. You play for the Yankees and you go and buy their their brother sister up there as the Mets. I mean, Derek Jeter bought the Marlins. Yeah, but the Marlins are never going to compete with the Yankees. I mean, I, they do have a World Series to their name. So I'm sorry. I apologize for the Fish fans <laughs> they're listening. <laughs> they have but
1: they have a Marlins their first season. Yeah. And those uh, uniforms were the best.
0: I don't know if it was their first season or it might have been their second.
1: It was the Diamondbacks in their first season. Yeah, I think the that's Diamondbacks correct. with the '98. Yeah, and they were introduced in '98. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, my I've got actually. Let's do that. Favorite yeah. uniform of all time. Oh, in baseball. In baseball.
0: Well. Ooh, the old Braves ones look really good. Yeah, uh, like the 80-somethings, the, the powder blue when that was making around, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, Phillies yeah. have got that powder blue. I hate yeah. the Phillies, but that powder blue uniform they wear is pretty sweet. You don't like it? No, that's my. Oh, that's my favorite I, oh, of all time. I didn't mean to steal it.
1: Mike Schmidt's. It, oh gosh. Powder blue. Those are so good looking. Those. Out. I mean, when they wear them, when the Phillies wear them nowadays, with yeah. the retros. I'm oh, like, looks so. You good. can't beat it.
0: I wish the Braves would wear either the Hank Aaron like the '74. Those are nice. Or the early '80s powder blue ones.
1: I don't know why they don't do that. Uh, I think the Hank. I like the Hank Aaron's better than the powder. Yeah, blues. the
0: lowercase A. I have. a I have
1: a. I have an honorable mention. Uh, the Diamondbacks. Uh, like uh, purple, uh, oh, okay. Like undershirt, the yeah, vest with yeah. the vest with the pinstripes. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's my wrong.
0: Did you see the Reds last year when they had the sleeveless jerseys? Dude, there for I'll a tell while? you what. With Derek Dietrich had those cannons am, out there. I am Ooh. a
1: huge Derek Dietrich fan. Yeah, I could see wanna, that, Garrett. You, I <laughs> could actually now that you said
0: that, you and him just. Spew the same you, aura.
1: You want to talk about some Moxie. Oh dude. <laughs> That's
0: putting it mildly. You know where he came from? I have no idea. Know nothing about him other than he plays for the Reds. He came from Miami. He came from the oh, Marlins. He did come from the Marlins. I remember that now. he you know was
1: who was on the Marlins team at one time? Oh gosh, yes. And they got Der- rid of
0: everybody. Derek Dietrich, D. Gordon. Yep.
1: Christian Yetlich. Yep. Uh Giancarlo Stanton. Yep and that
0: was the year uh her name was Herna-
1: jose fernandez yeah when he passed, passed away. away
0: that was their year to make it and then that happened bro they they were stacked yeah. when you go back and look at that team <laughs> was that 90 no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that was like that 20 was like years 2014. Years 2014 it was yeah. like yeah 14 or 15 wasn't <laughs> yeah. it i think was it 16 because they all were it was for 60 for well 16 was his number, it was his number. yeah yeah and that was sad I didn't know he. I forgot that all about him, and he still wore the gold chain and all that. Mm-hmm. Man, he is a bro. He, Dietrich, he's a dude, and he's
1: got pipes. Yeah, I, I, remember. I remember he had
0: a because I think the Braves were playing him. If the Braves weren't playing him, WGN or whoever they play for is, is <laughs> local for us. And I remember he had like a seventy-five pound dumbbell just. In was between like was innings, paper. just pumping it up like it was nothing. Him and Puig were a combination to be – it
1: was amazing dude, for them I, last year. When, dude, he – I mean, and he had those bombs against the Pirates. Yeah. Yep. Man. Just, and
0: just pimped them. Dude. Just stood there. Oh, gosh, man. <laughs> he, they got into you. it the first game of the season last <laughs> yeah. year. God, yeah, I forgot he, about that. Because he
1: pimped two home runs
0: on him. Well, I mean, you should if you're hitting him in the river up right there. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, big there, oh, Dietrich man. fan. man.
0: Man, that's fun stuff. We went, I, I'm impressed we're, we're still talking about baseball
1: here. Man, you'd think we were scrubbing the bottom of the barrel. but We we're weren't. Not
0: oh, like. oh, I remember. I said earlier, I was going to say <laughs> something. It's the Astros. Oh, my gosh, I'm fired up about this. What's going on? Do you know that Robert Manfred, number one moron on this podcast? So, A.J. Hinch and what's his name, the GM for the Astros? Yeah, their suspension If they don't play baseball this year, they can start playing next year. Because he said in their contract where they were going to be suspended for one year that their suspension would end at the end of the 2020 baseball season. That's how he worded their contract. So, essentially, if there's no baseball being played, they, they lost nothing at all. And they can just come right back next year and play again. That, to me, is the most asinine thing I have ever heard in my entire life. I was
1: life. literally just about to use that. And it's, it's,
0: Robert Manfred is obtuse. Yeah, shout out to Shawshank Pod for that one. How can you be that stupid? I mean, granted, no one in the world planned for this pandemic, unless you're just a doomsday prepper to your core and you said, "I'm planning for a pandemic," right. which I'm sure could have happened.
1: But why in the world would you put that stipulation? That, verbiage, on, that on in that? Contract? Yeah,
0: why wouldn't you just say a one-year suspension? Don't put a year. Just say if if, if the season doesn't count, it, it for them, it's a win. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to pick them up. I think AJ Hinch is a good enough manager that maybe in three or four years he could get picked up. No, I think he'll get
1: picked up pretty quick. Yeah, Uh, GM. That's a tough. If you're a GM and you get something like that on you, that's that's tough to come back from. But as a manager, I think he could. But I, I just
0: to me it blew my mind when I heard that earlier last week. He
1: is, he is
0: struggling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What, was, what was the last commissioner? Bud Sieglieg?
0: Yeah, he did a much better
1: job. I'm not saying, like, people hated on him pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, Robert I, I, Manfred I, I is, think, is... I think Bud Sieglieg is... Uh, heads and shoulders far, above. Far and above better yeah. than...
0: I mean, what Robert Manfred needs to do is... Is it Adam Silver? Is he the NBA, NBA guy? NBA guy, yeah. Just watch one of his press conferences. Just call him up and be like, hey, what would you do in this situation? Say, Adam Silver's been pretty good. He has been. Everything that he says about the what's going on is fantastic. Yeah. It's very uh he, he's well educated i'm not saying rob manford i have no idea where he went to school if it's I mean, sure was it was well probably cornell guy <laughs> him and andy probably hang out andy, together. yeah but i'm just it just he comes off so just I, it's, I, like it's a hunk of metal like it's, we're, we're playing for the world series just a hunk of metal I, man gosh that fired me up i can't bl- just sit down for a second <laughs> take a sleep oh gosh
1: i Mm. You can't, you can't do much about that kind of stupidity. No, you really can't. can't. And
0: and I guess it, in in real reality, it, he probably didn't write it. It was probably some lawyer. But still, yeah, he's but the he,
1: dude. he signs off on it. Yeah, and
0: I'm sure he read over it. Yeah, you'd have had to. And I mean, I don't want to take up for him too much because. But none of this planned for this to happen. But still, come on now, that's. Wow god that's i'm telling you and the whole, this whole like astro shame tour god. is gonna lose steam and i'm I just know. mad about it. it's not gonna lose steam uh, there's no doubt in my mind they're gonna be playing i saw the sign if i have my- to, if i have to go to astros games <laughs> and remind the people hold of what they did. hold on curve's coming i was gonna say fastball <laughs> <laughs> so i don't i mean oh gosh oh gosh 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 Gary, you got anything else with sports? Um, I've got one quick thing. You go for it because i I got to queue up something real quick, so we're good.
1: So it's uh, kind of NBA, kind of NCAA women's basketball. Oh, I remember you were telling me this. So I'm going to have to, while you're you're doing that, I'm I'm going to log up on uh, on the Twitters here. So uh, the SEC Network uh, Twitter account actually, I guess in their boredom, uh, they were doing some like rankings kind of thing. Yeah, um, trying to keep the fans motivated. Yeah, trying, trying to, to keep, keep your... everybody happy and everything. Yeah. And so they were, they were doing kind of like a head to head thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they bracket the s- bracket yeah. you could call it. Yeah, so they did the uh, Lady Vols and the South Carolina Gamecocks women's yeah. basketball. And uh, the Lady Vols, it was the Pat Summit era, and the South Carolina Gamecocks, it was the Don Staley era, and okay. they had they had a top five. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not familiar with the women's South Carolina Gamecocks. No, I'm so not either. I'm just gonna read off the Lady Vols. In they here. had listed the top five: uh, Kelly Harper, who's now the coach. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Carol Lawson, who yeah. is actually has a, a big picture in the Haslam College of Business that i noticed oh, okay. Uh, yeah. My last semester she,
0: is she still reporting for ESPN? She used hey, to as, far as,
1: as far as I know, yeah. Uh, then Tamika Catchings, uh, Shamiqua Holesclaw, yeah. which actually, fun fact, I saw her at the airport when I was about five years old. Wow. And there's a picture of me and her. Oh, and I, she, I'm sure it's in a scrapbook. Oh, well, you know it's yeah, in I a mean, scrapbook yeah. somewhere. And I'll tell you what uh, Shamiqua was a very tall girl. Yeah. And, you, and I was like five. You're at her knees. <laughs> I was like at her kneecap. <laughs> and then Candace Parker, the one and oh, only. Yeah. And LeBron James. Because there was a lot of people being like, are you kidding me? Yeah, but there was a lot of people being like, are you kidding me? This head-to-head? Like, what in the world are you talking about? LeBron James got in on the action. Oh, gosh. Here's what he said. Gospel truth coming. He said, man, what? No disrespect to those Lady Gamecocks and their hoopers, because they can ball, but that Lady Vols team would smash damn near any any team. Now, if you put them Lady Huskies, Bird, DT, Maya, B, Stewart, Lobo, now we're talking. Yes, I know they are in the SEC. So, Mm -hmm. LeBron – you know, yeah, game recognized game, yeah, with the yeah. Lady Vols Pat Summit. I
0: mean, LeBron, he, he's—I will say—he's very versed on whatever he wants to speak about, until it comes to trying to copyright Taco Tuesday. Ooh, wow. did I say that out loud? <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's a good segue. It's a good segue. Thanks, LeBron, for shouting us out. <laughs> His with that retweet. Follow for follower, buddy. So, uh, Garrett. This past, after our last podcast, we tasked ourselves with... Oh, that was a little hot. Ooh, gosh, sorry about that. With watching another movie on the old Netflix. Great film. I was really excited about this one. I am, too. It's, I'm probably not as high on it as the last two, but it's still a fantastic movie. Right. The one and only... I was about to say Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> the one and only Dallas Buyers Club. 2013 classic that stars the one and only Mr. All Right, All Right, All Right, Matthew McConaughey, and Jared... Lateo. You know, I actually watched a YouTube video where they said his name was Lateo. Oh. I mean, come on now. It's Leto. That's tough luck. Jared Leto. It's just L-E-T-O. Yeah, I know. How else would you There's pronounce it? There's not even a tilde over there. Leto. The o. Leto. Leto. So, anyway, this is a quote unquote theme song from that. It's Sweet fantastic. thing. It's it plan. is good. I'm going to let it play in the background for a little
1: while. I just put it down there. Yeah.
0: Um, so. This movie, I, I feel I know we talk about IMDb all the time, so I figured I would say that this movie was an eight out of ten on IMDB, uh, which it's a good score.
1: I'm about to say if like I've said before, seven point five and above.
0: Is is your recommendation for my, movies? if well if
1: I ever say a seven point five and above, I'm like yeah. that's a good movie.
0: Okay, okay. And this is a good movie. I, I have very few qualms about this movie as a whole. Uh, we'll get to those at the end. But this is fantastic. It, it's really good. Um, Matthew McConaughey is fantastic. Jared Leto is fantastic. Jennifer Gardner is is good. And if you can name anyone else in the movie, I applaud you. Because there's they're all just background noise at that point. Time. They Yeah, they are. Um, I'll give you a rundown real quick of the film. It was uh, set in the mid-80s. Uh, by our good friend Ron Woodruff. Uh, this is Ron. 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 He's a rodeo man. Uh, it's loosely based and on a true story. Nobody kill Ron Woodruff. Not in 30 days. <laughs> Garrett, when you look at me, do you see the rodeo?
1: I mean, I just it's the it's the rodeo. Well, I mean, me. I will say you do have a Tyler Childers
0: belt buckle. I do. Fun fact. <laughs> uh, so it's based on Ron in the 80s. Ron lives a very rodeo esque <laughs> lifestyle. He, he's a rodeo man. Does rodeo things. This is a very hard rated R movie. I will
1: say this movie is not appropriate for the kiddos out there.
0: No, if you're under twenty one, maybe just read the parents' guide first. And then think if it's something you want to watch. He he lives a rough and tough lifestyle. He's doing it's just lots of things. Lots of things. You need to just stay safe out there, kids. Uh, so uh ron uh finds out after he has an accident at an, on his job where he's an electrician out in the old fields uh probably west texas midland texas i'd say where, I, where British, they're out there yeah <laughs> and uh finds out he's got hiv uh from a doctor there and ron gets very upset about that because ron i get let's just say it, ron's very homophobic in this movie yeah as he, nicely as he, i can
1: say that he well, I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, that's, that's true. It's just he, he is, um, the movie paints, well, you know, at the time in the 80s, uh, you know, down in the South in Texas, That's, that probably was very common thing. I
0: would say it was very common.
1: So, and he definitely fit that Southern homophobic yes. stereotype.
0: Yes, very redneck. You know, this trailer this, trash kind of thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. He even lived in a trailer. Um, he <laughs> So that you know, he comes off as how in the world can this happen? And they pretty much say, Ron, you've got thirty days to live. And, you know, all that happens within 15 minutes of the movie starting. Which Um, I'm about
1: to say, back in the 80s was when HIV
0: was kind of first started. They didn't
1: really know much about it, right? Nope, Nope,
0: and there was very few drugs that you could take for that, and that's kind of where Ron sets off on... What's happening? He finds a, a gentleman that works, I guess, as a custodial job in the yeah. uh, hospital and starts paying him to get him AZT, which was the hot drug of choice that the uh, big pharma uh, wanted it was, to... It was going through trials. Yes, trials. Yeah. So they were doing pretty much skipped animal trials and went right to human trials. Which I, I couldn't even imagine today. No, no, In today's terms, mm. that actually going
1: through. No, no. So
0: <laughs> they did that. Uh, Ron, they eventually find out that Ron's stealing these drugs somehow and he takes a bender and this is probably I would say there's two scenes of Matthew McConaughey's career that that get me to break down and it's in the car where Mm -hmm. he loses it which is halfway-ish in this movie.
1: Well, that's when he's going to
0: Mexico, right? Yeah, he's where he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, You know, they give him the thing go to Mexico and he just loses it there with the gun in his hand and you don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to off himself? Is he going to rob a bank or what's happening? Mm -hmm. He just breaks down. You later find out he he doesn't do any of those <laughs> things. He, he goes to Mexico, but but that scene for me is just, it's phenomenal. I yeah. mean it really it really hey. g- brings a little misty eye to me. He's, you know, what well, I'm guessing
1: your second. It's going to be interesting. Interstellar where he when the he's crying. Yeah, as well. I would say because that's what I figured you were going to say. He does a fantastic emotional, yeah, intimate moment in scenes. He really does.
0: And this movie, I mean, prior to this movie, him and Jennifer Gardner starred in Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I mean, (laughs) I'm being dead serious. I did not, I mean, I knew he was in
1: that. I forgot Jennifer
0: Gardner was in that. they were both in that. But, I mean, really, I guess Matthew McConaughey, you know, from Dazed and Confused, to gold rush gold rush (laughs) you got sahara that's probably eric's one of eric's favorite movies i bet it is i mean i could see it very very yeah it's very (laughs) national treasure-esque yeah um he he was just in bad movies. I mean, they're not bad. They're, no, they're just they're, not known for their acting. Look, I'd say, uh, I'm not hating on chick flicks no. because
1: I love chick flicks. Yeah. I, there yeah. is a time and a place. Like, no yeah. joke. Good rom-com will get you. Uh, I am not. I love a good rom-com. Yeah. But think about it. Matthew McConaughey was there. Gerard Butler was there. Yeah, that's and true. And then he became a very serious that's actor. True. That's true. Matthew McConaughey did the same thing. That's true. Ryan Gosling. That's very true. Ryan Gosling, I mean, he was in The Notebook and then he was in Drive. I'd say, I mean... So you can definitely you can do that. Stem off from those and make a fantastic yeah. career.
0: Yeah, I think I think Matthew's turning point was probably Lincoln Lawyer, which was maybe just a couple of years. I think it was two thousand eleven, maybe. And then he was it was in right around Mud.
1: Was it? Mud? Yeah, it was right around Mud time, and Where, then kind of into True Detective yeah.
0: and all that. But I mean, he's phenomenal in this movie. I yeah, mean, really and he, truly, I can't think of a Interstellar. He's really good. But I feel like he plays more just a dude from Texas in Interstellar that just is phenomenal. Yeah. But this movie is, I mean, if you watch this movie not knowing who Matthew McConaughey was, you wouldn't have a clue that's him. Plain right. Ron. I mean, he just, he did, like Tom Hanks, like I said last week, like he, you see the character, you don't see the actor. Yeah. So, and he's phenomenal. And it was well deserved that he won uh, Best Actor right. for that year for his Oscar.
1: I'd say, you know, a lot of people are all. Back in the day, they were upset. Leo had never won an Oscar. Yep. You know, he was up against Matthew McConaughey yep. in this, and that would have been four. Um, uh,
0: it wasn't Wolf of Wall Street because that was the yeah. Next no, year. it was. Was it? no, it wasn't Wolf of Wall Street. Hold on, you keep talking. Well, I'm, I'm just,
1: I'm just gonna say, every time Leo was up for something, there was just somebody that was just better. Yeah, that's true. Sean Penn was up against him in the movie that we talked about a couple weeks ago, Mystic River. Yeah. He was far and above better than Leo in The Aviator.
0: It's true.
1: Um, And I think Matthew McConaughey was hands down the most deserving of this Academy Award over anybody.
0: He was phenomenal. I mean, the the weight that he lost, I mean, I, I get it. When you hear Dallas Buyers Club, the two things you think of is Matthew McConaughey lost 50 pounds and looks awful. Just like yeah. Christian Bale for The Mechanic, where he looked awful. The machinist. I mean, but I mean, that's what you do as an actor. Did they want you to do that? And he just and you and know, you know this, took it
1: all in. This movie, it, it you know, it's a it's a, it talks about a hard subject. It talks about uh, it's it's not a very it's not yeah. a very happy
0: movie. And you weren't correct with Wolf of Wall Street. I didn't think they came out the same year. Mm-hmm. That's my bad. I sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. What well, you was, suggested? It part. was Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club, Christian Bale for American mm-hmm. Hustle. Fantastic movie, Bruce Dern for Nebraska, Leo for Wolf of Wall Street, and I don't know how to say the guy's name for Twelve Years of Slave. Um, it's uh, it looks like Chawital, uh, Elsewhere. Uh F of ah, God, I used to
1: know how to pronounce it. But yeah, uh, Twelve Years of Slave, fantastic movie too. Um, and I watched that. That one's uh, t- you know, Brad Pitt had a part in it. He did. Yeah, he did. Um, but uh, which uh, Twelve Years a Slave did win uh, Best Picture that year? But um, it did yeah my, it's a you know it's a movie twelve or, um, Dallas Brothers Club it's a movie it talks about a tough subject it's a very emotional roller coaster you know being Ron he very homophobic finds out he gets it bef- befriends uh, Jared Leto's character who is actually
0: transgender
1: transgender mm-hmm. um Rayon Named Rayon yep. and he befriends him and they go into a business together where they're supplying people with the medicine but the or the you're good you're good You go ahead and say it There's,
0: they're supplying people with a membership to right. a club excuse me a they're, club they're, they're a club membership they're
1: paying for a membership yep. yep the drugs as Ron puts it are free that's correct and he's getting these uh vitamins and supplements from Mexico mm-hmm. even though they're much healthier than AZT. Yep. They just were never approved by the FDA. Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of the antagonist of the movie. Isn't what you would think it would be, yeah. which would be HIV slash AIDS. Yeah. It's actually Big Pharma and yep. the FDA. Is exactly. The true antagonist of the movie. Yep. yep.
0: They they don't like Ron skirting the issue using his is a protein, a liquid protein, I guess, essentially, yeah. to, to shoot himself up to to hear, heal himself. And, and they just don't like that. And, and your big thing is, wow, why? why don't they like that? And, you know, if you re- just type in big pharma conspiracy theories is, you know, they, they want your money. Yep. I mean, they're essentially saying that, you know, to get a dose of this AZT was going to cost $10,000. And Ron's getting essentially all of these vitamins for, for pennies on the dollar, yeah. we could say, to where he's you know living a healthy, maintained lifestyle, and you don't just understand why they're not wanting to do that, and the answer is they want the money. I mean, if yeah. you control what makes people healthy, then then you're going to make bank from that. Yeah. Cause,
1: so. I mean, because it wasn't curing him, was just, the, the drugs from yeah. New Mexico, but it was prolonging, prolonging his yep. life significantly. Yeah,
0: and, and if you see, he ends up living... I can't remember it's like it's like 10 it, years it, or something I think it's 7 it? years seven they do years? the actual date Yeah, because he, this is a true story. Yes, yes. So they give the date on that and he looks so much until the very end of the movie. I mean he looks Matthew McConaughey looks awful throughout yeah. the whole thing. But after he gets on this regiment he looks better as a yeah. person. Yeah. Until the very end there when when when, uh, when it's really yeah, yeah when it
1: really takes over. So and it you know it takes it makes you really think very You know, libertarian esque because you're like, well, why can't I choose to how I, why can't I choose to what goes into my body and what's not? I don't want any government agency telling me what I can and can't take if I think it's going to help me. Exactly. You know, so it it makes you think very libertarian, which you know, it's you know, both sides of the coin. I understand why. Somebody would want to – why wouldn't you want to take what you think might help regardless of what everybody else says? Mm. But you also do want to have – for there to be somebody that is regulating stuff to making sure that it's safe safe for for you you to take. take. So it's – and it's 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 a very difficult film to yeah. like, you know, it really splits it, it.
0: It makes you think, which I love movies that make you think. I mean, you right. could be anti Matthew McConaughey, what 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 you're saying is he shouldn't be doing that, that's wrong, or you could be very pro Matthew McConaughey. Right. I feel like if if you don't want to watch this entire movie, if you're just like this just doesn't sound like something, <laughs> yeah. skip to about the last ten minutes. Right. And, and what Garrett just said is essentially what the judge tells Matthew McConaughey when he rules in favor of Big Pharma. Yeah. He says, you know, I shouldn't be as a judge to tell you how you can or can't uh, treat yourself with a terminally ill disease. Unfortunately, that's the letter of the law, and I have to follow that. Right. So, and, and you know, it's it's very sad. It's a, it's a sad movie. Um, it's sad that, I mean, it's sad that you know, that I think make, I bet That's what I to yeah. say.
1: I think it makes it even sadder that that actually happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a. The, there's very few films that I've seen that are in that genre type of of you know people that are like that yeah. i mean and it's it's a very i wouldn't say stereotypical because matthew mcconaughey plays a, a redneck stereotype <laughs> but there's not a lot of movies for that crowd of individuals if 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 that's how you want to live your life and and do that that's great for you yeah. but there's not a lot of movies you can cling to and be like man you know if i want to watch a football movie i'm going to go watch remember the titans yeah. you know if you're if you're like man i've got aids and i want to go watch You've got Philadelphia, Philadelphia and, 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 and Dallas Buyers Club. Club. You know, Which and
1: Philadelphia is a fantastic
0: movie. It's really good. Tom Hanks. I feel like we're saying Tom Hanks every other Tom <laughs> Hanks and Denzel. Tom Hanks. But you know, I'm not. Don't want to make a lot, But there's just the, those type of movies. It's not you, Disney's not making movies like that. Well, I mean, well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's very sad. It, it gets you on your heartstrings. Your, it's a very emotional roller coaster that thing.
1: I was about to say, and I think it's. Um, you know, I mean, movie companies, I would say the general mass aren't like us. And yeah. They don't like, they don't love sad, yeah. realistic films, yeah. which I mean, I understand. Yeah. It's just you like them or you don't. But And that's a tough thing to do for like a production company yep. to okay a movie that you're like, yes, it's about, it's a true story about a guy who was helping people with AIDS and he had AIDS And it's controversial what he was doing, uh, but it happened. And, like, we're going to make a big-budget movie out of this and try to make money off of it.
0: Yeah. And and, and I know we've got some fun facts. I still want to talk about Jared Leto's performance. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's fine. But um, this movie was originally – so Ron really passed away in 1992. And the guy that uh, produced this and wrote it went and heard this story, went, traveled to meet Ron and got all this hours and hours of interview footage – and then essentially in 1992 started pitching this movie to anyone that would listen, anybody. Jared Leto was quoted as saying that he read the script for this movie 15 years prior to getting it again. So since the mid-90s, this movie was shopped around and everybody just kept passing on it, passing on it, and passing on it. And then I'm not sure, the the production company that is Matthew McConaughey is tied to it somehow, and that's when Matthew was like, I'm going to take this role and we're going to make this movie. Yeah. So really without Matthew... I don't know. You'd probably still be searching for it now. Yeah, because you know, I mean, Jared Leto has been an actor for a very long time, and he only plays in good movies aside from Suicide Squad.
1: That's generally, generally I about generally. to say, but he's not. I wouldn't say he's a giant name in Hollywood. No, you know, but I don't think. I well, oh, well, let me back up. He is. For he's the, a, he's a giant name in Hollywood. I wouldn't say he has very much pull. No, in Hollywood. No, I mean, not as much as Matthew McConaughey.
0: No, I mean, he was great in you know most recent stuff. The newest Blade Runner. He was, was really fantastic. good in
1: that. Um, Mr. Nobody. It's a but sleeper. At, at
0: this point in time, I mean, you've got Requiem for a Dream that he was phenomenal in, man, but that's... how many people watch Requiem for a Dream? It's just like Dallas Buyers Club.
1: Yeah, but I recommend Dallas Buyers Club to a lot more people than I would ever. I mean, Requiem...
0: Requi... the only thing I learned from Requiem for a Dream is to shoot up under my toenails because nobody oh, sees it.
2: God.
0: I'm just being honest. That, <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. That scene. A, a
1: Requiem for a Dream... Um, I've told people this before. I'm very big on watching movies multiple yep. times. Yep, you I can. love I love movies. I watched Requiem for a Dream once. I was like, "Man, that was truly the most depressing crazy movie I've ever yeah. watched in my life." You know, took a I waited like a couple months, maybe a year, yeah. maybe 2 years, I can not remember. I watched it a second time and I yeah. was like, "I'm Still good." Still feel the same. Yeah. And I was and I said I probably won't ever watch that. And I I genuinely probably won't ever watch that movie again.
0: I think I've watched it a handful of times. I, I, it's hard for me to watch the entire thing in one sitting. Yeah, and it's kind of like Dallas Buyers Club. I've only watched it a handful of times. It's it's not that it's depressed. It's just a lot to take in. It's, it's just it's, it's, it's tough. A, an emotionally struggle to get through that movie. Yeah, and 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 Jared Leto is phenomenal in it, just like he Matthew won, McConaughey. And he won an Oscar. Yep, and they both deserve it. Jennifer Gardner. She's good in the movie. I, I think she was set up for. I mean, she plays the role for you to be like, is this right? Is this wrong? You know, right. she plays that I don't know what they call that character devil's advocate. Yeah. To where is this good or is this bad? And then, you know, finally at the end, I think she comes around to that. There's a big drawn out scene where she, you know, quits her job and, and goes starts working with Ron full time. I, I, I love when she quits her job. She does too. She <laughs> gives him the big F you and walks out. <Yeah. laughs> but she's really good in it. I think, I think. It, her performance is good. Yeah, I don't she, think I mean, she's she, great. Well,
1: I think, well, here's the thing I don't think her character was written to be much
0: more no. than, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: she played exactly yeah. what she should have exactly. played. Exactly. Um, her character, I think, could have been written better. Yeah. Uh, I think she did a phenomenal job yeah. uh, being what she was. I like, one of my favorite scenes in that movie definitely is uh, when uh, she finally goes on a date with Ron. Oh, that is fine. Uh And they go to dinner. Uh, and he uh, he takes her flowers, or, or excuse me, yeah. Rayon says that he should take yeah. her flowers, and so he's like, "Well, I ain't got any flowers," yeah. so he grabs a picture of a flower bouquet off the wall <laughs> and takes it with well, her. Well, that picture his mom made. That's it, a picture it, his mom drew. It
0: meant a lot to him. It was very sweet and sentimental, and so that's why he took it. And yeah. she said it was a very beautiful picture, and, and you know, and you can see that when she kind Of quits her job and she goes and hangs it on the wall finally, yeah. Because he, he, Ron told her at one point in time, You'll never hang this on the wall because it's he, too good. I'd say he yeah. said,
1: He said, You have to have everything just perfect, and yeah. then she, she beats like six holes into the wall <laughs> yeah. and then hangs it up. She hangs it up crooked at yeah. first, that's, um,
0: but she's, I think she's understated. I, I read I mean, we do the podcast, I research a little, and I saw some people bashing her performance. I don't think it was bad, at I don't think it was bad at all no, either. Th- I don't, I don't I think, like I said, was I think,
1: I think. I think she did exactly what she needed to. I think it could have been written better. Yeah. I and mean, that's not on her. Yeah.
0: And I think from the, 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 what also I read is she was never actually part of the real life story. Neither was Rayon. They were just, I would say they were built that. into that story. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and ultimately, you know, Ron is, I mean, Ron's always looking out for Ron himself in the entire movie. Yeah. And then at the very yeah. end, he, he kind of, him and Rayon bond. And I think when something happens to Rayon, you, you he finally, finally, cracks and, and yeah. realizes he you know he had a bigger heart than he did yeah i think so too so um, fun facts fun facts um don't let me forget i want to play matthew McConaughey's speech for this because it's very mo- i you mean can't, it's just,
1: and i I look here's my vote i say we play the whole speech oh i'm going to i'm not okay. cutting any
0: of it off okay i'm not cutting i mean i was gonna let jennifer introduce the whole thing but i thought <sighs> it'd get a little too long-winded yeah, geez. um but i'll throw some fun facts there's not really a lot um and then I'll, I've got really just one main quirk with this whole movie. So mm-hmm. if you've got any of that, we'll we'll hit that at the very end. All right. The this is a fantastic stat for me. The makeup budget, Garrett. How much do you think the makeup budget was for this movie?
1: Uh, well, you got to think big budget movie. I yeah. would say, I mean, usually makeup budgets are what, a couple million dollars? I would a hundred thousand dollars. Let's think. say somewhere
0: from five hundred thousand to a million. Two hundred and fifty dollars. That's what you make an hour. I know selling your Ryobi stuff. <laughs> $250. Now I, I don't go to Sephora. I know that's where all the girls are shopping these days, but I'm just imagining a Kylie Jenner lip kit. It, I bet two of them things are two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. I, I makeup's mean, not cheap. And, and they want an Oscar for that. For hair and makeup. They want an Oscar with a 200 for hair makeup? Yeah. They want an Oscar for hair and makeup with a two hundred and fifty dollar budget. You know what that tells me? You can do a lot Simplicity with a little. Simplicity is what went. So this whole movie, the, the whole... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. Sorry. Uh, so Matthew McConaughey lost roughly 50 pounds to film this. This is just... These, the, what I'm about to do is insane. He lost 50 pounds. He reportedly stayed inside his Texas mansion for six months. Six months. Holy cow. Not going outside and doing pretty much nothing. Eating nothing, nothing. He got It got so bad that he his eyes started to hurt, so he couldn't see it was a strain on his eyes because he lost so much weight. He said he could only do about five push-ups a day before he was just exhausted, and he would have to take like a nap after that. And then he said that uh, he could only walk about thirty feet at a time without his, his getting severe cramps and his legs locking up because he lost so much muscle mass. Is that, that I mean, that's just he was preparing for twenty twenty. Yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the inside thing was to look so he looked paler, just is a more white complexion. Yeah. Oh for yeah, the movie. he's pale. Yeah, I think gaunt is probably the term you would want to use for that. Um, so at the time of filming, Matthew weighed roughly 136 pounds, which is, I don't know where he I mean, was hiding it on him. I really don't. Yeah. So Jared Leto also wanted to lose some weight for this movie and lost 30 pounds and weighed 114 pounds during filming.
1: I haven't weighed 114 pounds since I was in life. Garrett, I weighed 114 grade.
0: pounds when I was four. four. <laughs> I mean, I used to be a big guy. That was a long time ago when I weighed 114 pounds. He Jared went on an all-liquid diet. I don't I don't understand that. I mean, these method actors, that that's insane. I don't. J- Jared was also... He never left Rayon's character. So when they got done with filming, he... He was it, still Rayon. He was still Rayon. So he would go to Whole Foods and, I guess, get some stuff. And he said he would get all kinds of stares at people looking at him dressed as a transgender man. It's <laughs> just absurd to me. I mean, but... He you never know, got out of character. Never got out of character. Um, filming only took 25 days, which to me is just less than fast. a month yep. to
1: do an entire movie. To do an entire movie. Um, this film... <laughs> Christopher Nolan would pass out before that ever it happened. It took him
0: 25 days to film the act scene <laughs> for insane. Interstellar. Um, So, uh, I've only got a couple more, and I know people are getting bored with it. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club, just like Mystic River, this is our tie-in to Mystic River, is that Jared and Matthew both won Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor, just like uh, Sean and Timothy Robbins from Um. Mystic River. So, this Um. is only the fifth film in the history of films in the Academy Awards to do such a thing, which is really cool. Um, The movie was filmed in New Orleans, not Dallas like the name, and here we come to Norm's one... Quark. issue I have with the movie. it's It looks like it's a documentary. Right. Which I'm fine with. However, the way they film this movie, it looks like you're watching like a real housewife show. And, and you might not notice it, and it could be just because my... You know, I was a photographer for a while, and so I, sometimes I notice things that people don't notice. But if you watch a scene you can see the lens kind of go in and out or the scene is not very stable. So you'll see the camera shake a lot in the show itself and that just drives me up the wall. It's not very pristine. Like, Wait, so do you not think that they did that on purpose for the documentary style? No, they didn't do it on purpose because Matthew McConaughey said he wanted to try a new filming technique. So essentially mm-hmm. I think this was I mean, this is two thousand thirteen. This is kind of vlogs were getting big, so they're using a lot of handheld DSLR cameras for this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so instead of, you know, wearing a big chest rig or mounting. They were using the and handheld stuff, stuff. They were using handheld cameras for that and, and then they used all natural or whatever ambient light they had at the time and no artificial lighting. I like that though. I I like that I'd say.
1: I'm not I'm I, I do agree with you yeah. about the shakiness yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It, it's,
0: it doesn't... Now, the one thing is, if you've never seen the movie and you just heard me say that, you won't be able to unnotice it. it it'll, you'll just <laughs> be drawn to it. It doesn't take anything away from the movie, and it could be that artistically they wanted that yeah. to be shown for whatever. Just to me, it bothers me. Yeah. So it's just like it's just... If, if that one other thing... And that's really the only knock I have yeah. on the movie. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of times where it's very serious and then we have a lot hearted, and I think that's more of... Mainstream to get people to watch it. Yeah, because I mean, it's want too it, much. They don't
1: want it to be all bad and yeah, all sad. Like there's a scene Like
0: the one I'm thinking about in particular is when he gets to Mexico, and he meets the <laughs> meets the doctor, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And then he passes out, and the next thing they do, they're waking up and drinking. It's just like, <laughs> okay, you know. But it's it's fantastic. I can't say enough about it. Yeah, I, I mean, you I should watch it. it. I love I, it. I you think should watch
1: it. I think it's. Um,
0: if you had to scruffy meter it. All right. Did I interview? Do you have a concept? No, no, no. I okay. was just saying, I was just saying it's,
1: uh, I would say it, and uh, I mean, I don't know. It may be a sole, solely performance-based and maybe Matthew McConaughey's is best.
0: I think so. I mean, that um, Interstellar for me. Interstellar, are, yeah, that's, my two what,
1: that's what I'm thinking, but yeah. I don't know. I just think uh, if you- I mean, that
0: was a good time for Matthew McConaughey. It really was. I mean, he had Dallas Buyers, Inter- Wolf of Wall Street, Inter- which he's great in Wolf of Wall Street. Right. I mean, he's just not in it a lot. Uh, True Detective. Interstellar. Interstellar. And I'm sure there's something. I mean, he came out with that weird psycho thing where they're in the video game the whole time and you don't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. His acting in it was
0: good, but the movie
1: wasn't. Well, if you just... But I'm just thinking, look at, like, the range that his character shows in Dallas Buyers Club is way bigger than, like, Interstellar. That's true. You know? That's true, like That's kind of where I'm at with it. So, out of five, is that why we do it? Yeah. I never can remember. Out of five. (laughs) Out of five. Uh, I'm going to go this one. I'm going to give it a 4.4. 4.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm on board with that. I'm, I'm gonna lower go, than the other two, but Yeah, I'm and I'm going to hit you with the same. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. Just it's, straight 4. just straight 4. It's it's really good. It's hard to rewatch. You can rewatch this movie. It's just hard. Yeah. And and solely the majority of my score is is Matthew and Jared's performance.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. I'm about to say uh uh writing screenplay-wise not a whole lot happening. No. We pretty much described everything that you need to know. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I mean, really, I'm, I'm
0: sure there's a 10 minute YouTube clip that you could watch and get the whole movie. Yeah, but, but you need to watch it just for the, the performances. The performances story. saves the movie. Exactly, I agree.
1: 100. I mean, that's,
0: that's that carries it head and shoulders above. There are a couple scenes you might not want. You might want to fast forward through. Yeah, but <laughs> if you got the kids, you don't watch it with children <laughs> under 21. This is a, not a movie for you. Watch it on TV. I don't actually. I've never seen this movie on TV. I'm sure it's not. There's, like, I don't there's, there's too there's much they got to cut. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. So um, let me uh, w- let's play Matthew's uh, performance real quick. You want to? It's- I
1: think I'm about to say what? Couple minutes, three minutes or so. Uh, mm. I would say I was telling Norm before the podcast. Um, I've got a. I've got. I can think of two speeches out there. Actually, I can think of three. There's three speeches okay. out there, awards and stuff like that. That I think are uh, genuine. I think they're fantastic. Yeah. I think they're inspirational. Yeah. And I think they're heartwarming. Um, there's this one Matthew McConaughey's um, Oscar acceptance speech, uh, Jimmy V, oh, yeah. his acceptance speech that at the SBs you. back in the day, and uh, Stuart Scott's oh, acceptance speech yeah. of Jimmy V's award. Yeah. Um, those three speeches are fantastic. They'll and we're about you. to listen to this They'll one. We'll get you.
0: Hang on. It, it's about three minutes long, but it's definitely it's worth, worth your it. time.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to the Academy for this. All 6,000 members. Thank you to the other nominees. Uh, all of these performances were impeccable, in my opinion. I didn't see a false note anywhere. I want to thank Jean-Marc Valet, our director. I want to thank Chad Leto, Jennifer Garner, who I worked with daily. Um, There's a few things, about three things to my account that I need each day. Um, One of them is something to look up to, another is something to look forward to, and another is someone to chase. Now, first off, I want to thank God because that's who I look up to. He has graced my life with opportunities that I know are not of my hand or any other human hand. Um, He has shown me that uh, it's a scientific fact that gratitude reciprocates. Um, In the words of the late Charlie Lawton, who said, when you got God, you got a friend, and that friend is you. Um, To my family, that's who and what I look forward to. To my father, who I know is up there right now with a big pot of gumbo, he's got a lemon meringue pie over there, he's probably in his underwear, and he's got a cold can of Miller Lite, and he's dancing right now. To you, Dad, you taught me what it means to be a man. To my mother, who's here tonight, who taught me and my two older brothers, demanded that we respect ourselves. And what we in turn learned was then we were better able to respect others. Thank you for that, Mama. To my wife, Camilla, and my kids, Levi, Vita, and Mr. Stone, the courage and significance you give me every day I go out the door is unparalleled. You are the four people in my life that I want to make the most proud of me. Thank you. And to um, my hero, that's who I chase. Now, when I was 15 years old, I had a very important person in my life come to me and say, who's your hero? And I said, I don't know. i got to think about that. Give me a couple of weeks. I come back two weeks later. This person comes up and says, who's your hero? I said, I thought about it. You know who it is? I said, it's me in 10 years. So I turned 25 10 years later. That same person comes to me and goes, so are you a hero? And I was like, not even close. No, no, no. She said, why? I said, "Because." My hero is me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero is always 10 years away. I'm never going to be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And that's just fine with me because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. So to any of us, whatever those things are, whatever it is we look up to, whatever it is we look forward to, and whoever it is we're chasing, to that I say amen. To that I say all right, all right, all right. I say, hey, just keep living, huh? Thank you.
0: I mean, did it live up to your expectations again? Oh,
2: I mean,
1: that's one that you can just re-watch all the time.
0: I mean, one thing, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from Matthew here, <laughs> but do you remember a speech being that long at the Oscars in recent memory? I mean, that's a, that's a three-ish minute speech. Um, I mean, I know that they give um,
1: they give the best picture a longer time. Before they start playing the music, uh, but no, I can't.
0: I mean, it's so good. I mean, it's very inspirational. Yeah, and I'm it's well say, deserved. You and know. he looks much better in that speech than he did during the movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I <about> say he <laughs> looks he looks great. He's, he him and
1: Jared Leto both rocked the white tuxes. <laughs> they did. Well, they white did. jackets. Yeah, were black pants. Matthews
0: is more traditional. Jared's got the red. Yeah, He's a little. Um, he fucks that I, stuff.
1: <laughs> I will say, you know, my boy, Brad Pitt finally won an Oscar this year. I'm proud. And I'll I mean, tell you he, what, I, I, he was well deserved for it. Uh, he's my favorite actor of all time. Um, a lot of people think I look
0: like him. You do. Uh, <laughs> I, there's some some tweets from back in the day. Way back you, in the day, man. You all <laughs> It's could uncanny. Be, yeah, it, uncanny is putting it <laughs> It really is, though. So I, mean, I just you know,
1: my you know, he finally won it, and I was so happy. Uh, he won it on a film that I love, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But man, his speech was
0: okay. Yeah, it just, it was just, okay. it was just. if we're talking was, about speeches from this year Joaquin Phoenix what was he on dude well I mean I, here's one Joaquin's thing Joaquin's he's an
1: odd guy great could, actor odd guy
0: we could go down this road Matthew McConaughey talked about God in his speech yeah people clapped that's yeah. 2014 yeah just think about the last Oscars if that would have been brought up yeah I'm not trying I'm not saying it's right or wrong just by what I, the black and white of it is in seven years the difference that we have of opinions with that when it comes to that subject yeah 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 it's complete it's it it I don't know that's a that's a whole I different agree. podcast and a whole different subject <laughs> I think that's a whole episode I didn't <laughs> want to dip my toe in the water but I'm just telling you go back a few years listen to some speeches and then listen to the last couple of years and just yeah. hear the the difference yeah. in, in people's tone yeah I, I agree. mean it's and, and it's your voice it's your platform you do whatever you want to this is my platform. Well, I'll do whatever I want to, but Rick, it's weird.
1: Ricky Gervais says uh just accept your little award and go on. I don't like Ricky Gervais.
0: <laughs> I don't. He every episode of the Office he was in he ruined. Oh I agree. The US. I agree.
1: Anyway. Um yeah, I think that Golden Globe sh- shenanigan he pulled was it was out there. Let me say that. I don't know if he was, Are you talking about this year. This year, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's drunk
0: maybe. I think I think, you know, there's a time and a place. He picked his and <laughs> I don't know man I, Those some of those actors I don't know what they're doing Walking Phoenix what's he doing now also Ricky I don't Gerelles. think anything I don't think unless he's got a Netflix special coming out maybe that's yeah. what it was a lot of them plug stuff when it yeah gets weird.
1: that's true too
0: I don't think about that I, I don't know I don't know Garrett you got any final words
1: I don't uh, thank you all you cool cats and kittens for listening to this new episode of
0: Tiger King coming out next <laughs> week do you know what we didn't even talk about this episode Tiger King, and we've oh, been man. we've been pushing that for three weeks now. <laughs> oh, no, golly, bum. Next, we're
1: hey, look, all right. Next week we're gonna watch the new episode, and then we'll give we'll get we'll we'll do a deep dive into Tiger deep King. Dive. How about that? Yeah, because yeah. now I've I've caught up,
0: and we'll do another movie too.
1: We'll do we'll we'll probably we may go through the movie quick just to do a full deep dive
0: into Tiger and King. And maybe we should do something a little more upbeat, lighthearted. Let's do it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Later, everybody. Have a good one.